Hello and welcome to the Food to Freedom podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help you improve your relationship with food, eating and your body so you can live a healthy, happy and thriving life. If you enjoyed the podcast, then share it with the world. And if you want some support with your food and body freedom journey, then find more details in the show notes. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode. I hope you're having a great morning or afternoon or evening, whenever it is that you're listening to this episode. So this episode was inspired by one of my clients who, let's say she was struggling a little bit with patience and she wanted to see results and who could blame her? We are all wired that way, aren't we? We want to see that end goal. And while it is so common for people to say, oh, you know, just enjoy the journey, um, embrace the process or whatever it is. And that's great. I agree with that. But how do we actually do that? How do we actually embrace the journey? And in this episode, I collected a few things that might help you if you struggle with patience, if you just want to get there, and if you are ready to start enjoying the process of your um, health and fitness journey. So, number one, when I work with clients, I avoid setting end goals or outcome goals exactly from this reason because of this reason it is very difficult to be focused on the process itself and not to obsess about the end goal if at the beginning of the journey you set this outcome goal i'm not necessarily saying that you should never have, have an end goal or an or end weight. Um, that's a common one. What I am saying is that along with that end goal, it can be helpful to also set some process-oriented goals. So, yes, you can have a long-term goal and you can break it down into smaller process-oriented orientated goals. So this could be daily or um, they can be weekly objectives that are directly related to your goal. So for example, we might look at drinking enough water or having um, or hitting certain amount of steps or hitting the gym certain times a week. Maybe we can look at 
cooking at home more. Whatever it is, these are some ideas for process-oriented oriented goals. And you can... So each day, every time you tick off one of these, you know that you are getting closer to your goal. I also think that when we talk about health, fitness, nutrition journey, at least in my work, obviously this is not going to apply to um, diets, meal plans, I don't know what sort of challenges, um, five-week challenges and stuff like that. But in my work, they're really, it's very difficult to quantify that end goal because we are creating habits, we are trying to create routines, build skills that we want to keep for the rest of our lives. So having an end goal is that much more difficult. So setting some process-oriented goals can be really useful. And the second thing that is linked to that is tracking that progress. You can keep a journal or you can use an app. You can even print out a daily habit tracker tracker and have it on your fridge and just focus on building the momentum. Focus on ticking that habit, ticking that goal every single day. And this is how you get a sense of accomplishment every single day. So you immediately get some sort of a reward. And because of often when people come to me and they are focused on fat loss, they will often want to look at the scale. And as we know, the scale is not always a good measurement of progress. And so when that happens, when a client looks at the scale and they say, oh my God, how is the scale not down? I've been doing all of this and it's still not going where I want it to go. But if they have a habit tracker or these little progress goals that they are tracking, in any moment they can say, okay, fine, I am still on track, I'm doing these things and the scale will follow. Of course, this is way more difficult um, to actually, it's a point that it's difficult to get to and that's why I probably address this with probably 90% of clients and sometimes we need to talk about it more than once because the scales can be so difficult to navigate. But this is another reason why setting some process-oriented goals and tracking them can be so useful. Third thing, celebrate small wins. So every time you tick that habit off, you should acknowledge and you should celebrate that because 
it is an achievement that in your busy, crazy life, you are prioritizing your overall well-being, you are committed to your health. And so having that awareness, I guess, of, yeah, I'm doing something great for my health, for my life, I should be proud of myself. Whether that's completing a tough workout or maybe you chose a healthy snack over a less unhealthy one or maybe you did some yoga or maybe you meditated. No matter how small it is, celebrate it. This is so, so important. I often see it with clients. They will have a difficult week and they will fail to recognize all of the little things that they have accomplished over the week. And I, I'm here to tell them, hey, actually, do you remember that message you sent me on Tuesday morning? Do you, remem- do you remember that you had a great night's sleep because you took some time away from your phone the night before? That is a huge win. And so I'll make a point of reminding them of these little wins because they are so, so important and they accumulate and they are way more important than one big win every once in a while. So again, make a point of celebrating your small wins. Maybe you even keep a track of like every little progress that you can see. The next thing, embrace learning. So when clients start working on their nutrition and health journey, a lot of the time they don't necessarily have a huge or a lot of knowledge about nutrition and this is their opportunity to learn about it, to grow, but not only to learn in terms of the nutrition knowledge or whatever that is, but even learning about themselves, embracing their personality, um, understanding what kind of approach works for them and what kind of approach doesn't work for them. This is why it's so important. I always encourage my clients to be honest with me so that we can take every week simply as feedback and if something isn't working, we're like, ah, okay, let's try something else then because this is clearly not the best approach for you and there are as many approaches as there are people so we just use any challenge we use any quote-unquote failure as feedback and we adapt our strategy accordingly so embracing that process can be really empowering and then the next thing is something that I think can be challenging It is enjoying the process. And that's why when people ask, what's the best form of movement? What's the best vegetable? Um, It is the one that you'll enjoy eating 
and the best workout is the one that you will enjoy doing. Why? Because if you enjoy something, you will have no problem sticking to it and you'll have no problem or you might have some problems sometimes, but it will be way easier to create, to, to fit it into your life, to create a routine out of it and to feel better when you are doing it. So again, finding ways of movement you enjoy, finding vegetables you enjoy, finding the um, cooking techniques you enjoy. This is all really important. And again, it's something that people say and then not really necessarily explain how to get there. But enjoying the process means that you find things that you enjoy so that that you personally enjoy. It's not thinking about other people, what other people might be enjoying. It's thinking about your own preferences. And then prioritizing consistency. I often talk about consistency and again, this is not... Consistency doesn't mean that you give 100% every single day. Consistency means sometimes just showing up and doing the bare minimum and sometimes showing up and doing and giving 500%. But when we talk about consistency, we talk we basically talk about showing up. So you don't need to do things perfectly every single day. You just need to do them. And here, one of the things that James Clear says is never miss the habit twice. Um, I don't necessarily always agree with that, but to start, it can be a good, it can be a good strategy. The next thing, educating yourself. So this kind of, it's not only about edu- educating yourself, but also about knowing what's important to you. Um, so apart from learning about why certain things are important for your health, so the part of edu- educating, but also the part of knowing your priorities, understanding your motivations, your values, and these things can help you set one, it can, they can help you set realistic expectations, they can help guide you through the process, but they can also, when it comes to your intrinsic motivation, your values, they can help, they can um, keep you going when it gets difficult. And then the last thing, if you are struggling with creating or making this shift from your from focusing on your outcome goals it can be it might be worth looking for a coach someone who can guide you in this process and who can help you switch this make this mindset switch from 
the outcome focus to the process focus. Um, so yeah, if this is something you struggle with, then I hope you got some pointers in this episode. Um, and if you need further support, I'm always here. You can message me with any questions. And as always, I'll be really um, happy if you send me any feedback. Apart from that, have a great rest of your day and take care. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you think someone else might benefit from it, then please share it with them. Thank you for listening and I'll catch you at the next one.